2: Welcome to I'm Listening. This is the Frasier Podcast, hosted by number one Frasier fan, me, Anita Flores. Each episode, we have a special guest, and today is no different. Today, we have a returning, once again, a returning friend. I'm calling her a friend of the pod because... This is her second time on the podcast, so she's a friend of the pod. We have an amazing uh, TV writer and creator of a fantastic animated show called Praise Petey available on Hulu. Please welcome back to the show, Craniac, Anna Dresen. Anna, how are you? Oh
1: my God, you caught me. A uh, red-handed, <laughs> big Craniac over here. Uh, I'm so good I'm so excited to be talking to you again I can't believe I feel like I've been hearing about this Fraser reboot since the day I was born yeah and you've been hoping who am I going to talk to about it because you know I- I'm not yeah. seeing it on
2: Twitter no I'm not I, <laughs> I've never seen it on Twitter
1: <laughs> I was in the middle of putting some lipstick on a broom and this is this will do just fine well
2: I, okay important question because I did ask you to join and hadn't considered that you hadn't been watching it week to week like me. So I'm getting the sense. Did you watch these in a in a batch? Because there are now
1: four episodes of of the new revival out. So did you watch them all in a row? I did. And again, like the Frasier reboot has been something that's been sort of threatened. Like it's been on the wind since like 2016. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I worked a little bit with Alex Moffat, who's a also a big craniac and he has a pretty good Kelsey Grammer <gasps> impression. So you better believe every week there was like a story like the Frasier reboots coming. So it'd be like, maybe we write an update. I We, we definitely wrote a Frasier update a couple times because of the news story that the reboot was coming. And this was so long ago that I don't know if I had a dog yet. Wow. Um, and my dog now is so old that she doesn't have any teeth. Aww. So the fact that it is up is like, It doesn't feel real. So I'd seen the posters, but I was kind of avoiding watching it because I was like, I just, it's been built up so much. You were worried. I was too. I was almost, I was dreading it. Yeah, like I love the poster of him with those busts. Come on. He looks good. He's tan. He looks great. He's 68 years old. I mean, also, it's believable to me that he would look
2: great. I mean, number one, he's a celebrity in real life, but in the show, he is a celebrity.
1: That's true. And a Dr. Oz type celebrity, which is revealed in episode three.
2: Yeah, yeah, there were, there's some clips. His show, I loved
1: that. Me too. You liked the talk show. You liked the talk show. I kind of, oh man, I was like, can we see that
2: though? That is exactly <laughs> how I felt. I watched the clips and I was like I want more of this because it reminded me of an episode from the original show where he ends up hosting a morning talk show for a week first with Raz and then with BB Glazer. Do you remember that? And he there's oh. a cooking chimp and then the chimp is like throwing eggs at him <laughs> and then Niles is like don't let B.B. get in your head. You do not want to host this show. You, you're a real doctor, and you're going back to your radio show. And then he leaves the show, and he's so hammy. I don't remember that. Oh, I, I um, do. That's why. That's why I host this. That's, that's why I host really this good. podcast. Um. So you were scared, much like me. I had butterflies in my stomach, like I was going on a date before I watched the first episode because I was so scared of that I was going to absolutely hate it. This is a safe space. So whatever, however you feel about it, that's okay. But I will just share that it for me, currently, the show is exceeding my expectations. I thought it was going to be really, really, really bad. Like I wouldn't be chuckling, nothing. I was very scared. So I'm I'm okay with it and I'm not like hate watching it. I'm like, okay, it's not the same, obviously, as the original. It does, you know, we're, we're missing everyone but Frazier. But I've been chuckling. So yeah, what are your thoughts? What are, How are you feeling overall before we dive into episode four? i've lol you've lol
1: yeah i think here's my big take is that i think this reboot feels a lot like a lot of tv that's being made right now that's coming out right now that was made during the pandemic that's kind of it's like strangled television Mm -hmm. like there's so you can tell there's so much it's so much trying to get stuff right it's so noted it's so overthought and like What comes out is good writing, but like there isn't a ton of great connection between the cast and there's not enough room for me in this, like what was so good about Frasier, the original series was that you had, it's a farce, right? Mm -hmm. So you had like moments of clowning and then moments of catharsis and then spacing that out, like 80% of it, your cake in between the frosting was like great, tightly written, witty, quick dialogue. And interspersed with like very fun performancey moments with Daphne kind of doing kooky stuff and Niles just doing big, hammy faces at Daphne's butt. (laughs) And like, there's a dog running around. Like, there was stuff to kind of break the breathless tension of how quickly everybody was talking. And there was stuff that you couldn't write that like just had to be found between the performers. And with this, I noticed it too with the. That 90s show, which was that 70s show reboot. And I did start that show. Definitely. And just like that. Also, like people, it feels like you're watching a bunch of self tapes.
2: Interesting.
1: Like it's there are these or especially with that 90s show, which I liked. It just was like it's a multicam sitcom is so about the fun, like watching people on a real stage have fun with each other. Mm. And it's really hard to do that. Uh, during COVID when everyone is like masked and like not really hanging out that much. And especially like when you have a big age difference between the cast, Mm. these are not people who are hanging out, you know, they're drinking a lot and I'm concerned about that (sighs) being Oh, really?
2: Well, (laughs) okay. I have a big thing that I, I don't know why this is something I've noticed, but like, I think I miss them
1: drinking coffee and Oh, the character. Yes. I thought you had like, <laughs> no. I was like, we're getting right into accusations nope. of alcoholism. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> nope. Not, and
2: also, who knows? I do like to compare shows a lot. So I did, because also there's so many revivals coming out, like I can't help, but sometimes I, I, I find myself somehow comparing like and just like that to the Frasier revival. But I would say for and just like that, only speaking for myself and, and some parts of Twitter, it's a... Or what did what did Meredith say last week? I was talking to her about it. Instead of a hate watch, she was like a frustrate watch. It's like yeah. <laughs> I won't stop watching that show. I don't think I feel exactly the same about Frasier. Like I'm not like I'm not like fully hooked on any characters at this moment. But I feel like there's
1: potential. I really I really want to see yes. more for Olivia Finch. She is so great. I only know her as a voice actor, oh, but she's been on a ton of stuff. Cool. so this was my introduction to her she is so funny yeah yeah her and the older british guy are kind of my standouts alan
2: cornwall that's the name of the uh the uh
1: character that's great he is
2: beloved in the uk he's and he has great comedic timing
1: yeah i like when he tripped over like in this episode particularly when he was drunk and answering a trivia question and kind of tripped over a word a little yeah, bit yeah yeah and then regained it I was like that's kind of what I'm missing from the rest of the show is the kind of like you guys are like basically slipping on banana peels in front of an audience like we need more like goofy performance based stuff he's very good at delivering like
2: very sarcastic lines like for me he is actually the closest I feel I can get to like a rock Ra- like a raz line delivery oh yeah like I and and I was you know Uh, still on in on my mind that we're missing not only we've got the dry wit of alan cornwall but i do miss like there's no and i'm assuming they're leading up to this but there hasn't been any dating there's been no there's been no no dating for anyone and i'm especially curious about freddy i feel
1: that no clues have been given on even his sexual preference like right Yeah, the original Frasier was such a horny show. And this feels pretty sexless in a way that's like, uh, you guys are missing the point. Like you can make TV that isn't predatory without losing horniness.
2: I do miss the horniness. You know, I can't help but think about like, and granted, I understand maybe it's a little different when you're 68 years old. But listen, we've got The Golden Bachelor,
1: which I am watching. I also watching.
2: I also watching and I've never watched The Bachelor in my entire life. No, this is a much better show. These people are interested. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're <laughs> over 22. That's why I want to watch it. Yeah. But as for Frasier, he's 68 years old. Like, I can't speak to how much dating are you doing? But I definitely, there's at least two Frasier episodes from the original show where he's like juggling two to three women. And that, you know, is kind of like a farcical kind of situation. So I definitely, I really want to see some dating at some point.
1: Yeah, that was, it's funny you said like you didn't know what Freddie's orientation was because Jason, my fiance, was watching with me and he watched half of the first one and then came in on the fourth one and was like, oh, whatever happened in the beginning with Freddie and his that girl yeah. like, is, is it that he's gay and we're going to find out? And I was like, no, it's like sad fireman thing. Twist. And they really just are friends, which is like, if you have a man and a woman living together, you have to establish either that there's sexual tension or that they just, absolutely don't find each other attractive or they've thought about it, but it's too weird. Yeah, Like you can't not address it at all. I'm not saying in real life, like it's a multicam sitcom. You have to say the things that the audience is noticing. Otherwise they don't feel taken care of. And take it from me, someone who's never worked in that format.
2: Yeah. I'm just realizing that as... As we've been talking about horniness, Olivia might be the only character that I've heard express some horniness, and she expresses it for Freddie. And yeah, I've already, I've established it. I'm going to say it again. Yeah, this is a particularly hunky Freddie, in my opinion, and and I think Kelsey Grammer knew exactly what he was doing when he was casting. <laughs>
1: I didn't understand it until I saw him in his little fireman (laughs) suspenders and was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. No, that's like what they're doing. They're like, well, he has to plausibly be a fireman. And I'm like, okay,
2: I know, but I get that. I, you know, I can't help it. I, I think my biggest issue right now, honestly, is I am getting, I am having trouble. I still miss Trevor Einhorn, who was on this podcast and Trevor really great actor who played original Freddie. He was also on a great show called the magicians And, you know, I understand that for for them to have, like, a fireman, great, but, like, I was theorizing with my husband yesterday, I was like, how could they have written Trevor into the show? And we theorized that he could have perhaps been in the army and and was a psychologist in the army. And then moved in. Yeah. So we were just trying to come Is up. Is that a thing? No.
1: Is that a I job? I don't know. I,
2: I, I've i never <laughs> been in the army. I don't know. I don't know. I have family that's been in the army. I guess it makes sense that <laughs> they, they would have But them. I was trying, we were trying to think of a, like, what would be a believable role that wouldn't go to this, you know, this man with a very prominent jaw and very big white teeth and muscular arms. I'm like, yes, I, yeah. I get that you're a fireman. I don't know if I've really heard anything that he said that has made me chuckle and maybe this is my own bias towards some hot people where I'm or you know I I think I talked about this possibly with Meredith but the idea of like for me sometimes it's hard for me to look at a hunky man and like when I think of hunky funny men
1: I get I got Ryan Gosling I got Channing Tatum no I don't I think you're saying nothing controversial (laughs) I think everything you're saying is sort of backed up by science um yeah like see also just like the job of fireman feels a little like for me, it's like the toferky key version of something where it's like, mm-hmm. well, this is, this would be good. Right. And you're like, it would be, but it just feels like you're recreating that his dad was a cop. And then his son goes the other way. But also his son is played by a British actor who's like classically trained and has beautiful poise. He has the poise of like a male ballerina. Yeah. And like, like if you're going to have Frasier's son be opposite of Frasier, that feels fun. But then cast a different person. But also that's sort of not what they're playing. Like in this episode, we see him no wine trivia. Like he's a little bit Frasier and a little bit hunk. A little bit. Fra- yeah. Oh, I, I I, don't know for what, but I'm
2: writing down a little bit Frasier, a little <laughs> bit hunk. A, 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 maybe it's a song, a little bit.
1: Not that Frasier isn't a
2: hunk. But- yeah, no, he looks great. This brings us, I think, into episode four. So episode four is called Trivial Pursuits. And the synopsis is, Freddie aims to show his father that he's not just a firefighter, but rather part of a noble and fulfilling cause, then picks the worst day to invite Frasier to the firehouse, which I was very excited to see that they went to the firehouse. So, yeah, this episode uh, starts off at the bar, which I will say i did have a hard time with some of the logic here where it is established not only is fraser fraser's on a trivia team i can kind of see it he did spend a lot of time at cheers i don't know if there was trivia going on there but freddie his son the firefighter also on a trivia team and it's all at the bar that eve works at
1: who freddie lives with did you find that to be believable th- that it all came together? There was something at the end where she she walked down the stairs and then Cornwall and the professor came over and were like, "We're tying up this loose end for the trivia." And then she went, they went away, and then she went over to Fraser, who's at the bar watching the story about the house burning down. I was like, "No, no, there's too many. No, you can't. yeah, I I think that like trivia." like sitcom character who's smart finding out that average person who does is doing trivia and then is like, well, I shall insert myself there. That feels pretty well established and I'm always happy to see mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I wish it had been that Fraser had found out that his son was doing trivia and was like, oh yeah, something we can connect over. Yeah. Like, that feels fun. I mean,
2: it was also, I think I was also kind of stuck on in a previous episode to me, they made it seem like, the firefighters, and I'm not saying this about real fighter fighters. I'm saying this about in the reality universe of the show, seemingly the, they weren't very smart. That, that was the vibe I was getting, you
1: know, when. And so then I'm like, and then, it, but they're good at trivia, I guess. Or is Fred. They're yeah. going both ways, where like that one guy is like big lug who actually knows big words and no one is addressing it at all. Like no one's like, where are you from? <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, so what? Hold on. I'm trying to figure out you. What's the. He's like, I don't know. I just say stuff. They're just like not calling this. Yeah. They're trying to have it both ways where they're like dumb, but then smart. And no one, no one is addressing each other's characteristics at all, except for Fraser and Freddie.
2: Yeah. Also, Freddie, it's like, it's hard for me to let go of. Like, to me, a great kind of illustration of him being different than Freddie when Freddie was a different actor was a very, in my opinion, famous meme at this point, which is goth Freddie. Yes, I know lots of people, myself included, you go through a goth phase. But it's like looking in that Freddie and then looking at this Freddie, then I have to kind of tell myself something happened. He like got really jacked because I want to have sympathy for this man. He had an absent father. But I'm
1: like, man, with that jawline, was it a struggle? It just doesn't seem possible. I was just looking up goth Freddie again to remind myself who is sort of a spiritual brother of um goth aj aj soprano very similar
2: yeah it's a great i thought that was a great time uh the uh, the growing pains between child freddie and Frazier. okay so i did I, I take notes during all my episodes for and i for whatever reason again i think i do miss the cafe nervosa setting especially because it makes more sense to me separately i have learned at 36 I can't really drink very much anymore. And I mean, to the point that I, I count, I'm like, oh, I got to put my mocktail between my only two cocktails I'm going to have tonight. And so I've been noticing, you know, all right, they've got beer in the show. Then I noticed in the second episode, Frasier had some whiskey. I think he had some wine at a supper time. Today, or uh, not today, on the episode yesterday, he ordered a Negroni. I don't know how I felt about that. I, I just figured he would find his signature drink but i feel like they're just kind of like making choices like
1: next episode apparel spritz know. i you know it's all over the map yeah like it without niles to play off of and without niles to be the more exaggerated fraser you don't get those fun like oh what are the things that they like like what's the thing that they drink
2: yeah and also to me another weird part of just all of the revivals revivals specifically of like uh, three camera sitcoms is nobody, with the exception of like, I don't know, Abbott Elementary and like Procedurals, can you think of other shows that have more than like 13 episodes now? Like as a norm? So that Mm -hmm. feels like a thing. Like just the idea that, you know, he's got what? 10. There's going to be, I think, 10 episodes this season. If there are more episodes, it'll be another 10, which is wild because it's like, Oh, in the past, a season of Frasier was like twenty-two episodes.
1: It was endless. I know it was like it Frasier eats salsa, and then the next episode was Frasier eats gazpacho. <laughs> like you could really take your time.
2: <laughs> we need you on this staff. Do you think? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're not allowed to talk about it. But I'm like, I can I can talk about
1: what what is well, it? Well,
2: have you ever tried to like? Did you try and get staffed like on this uh, show?
1: No, I didn't. I'm sure at this point especially somewhere like Fraser that's had so many different writers over the years they have like 1000 people recommending people to them too so sure. it's not just the people it's yeah they're the most well well fully stocked I'm losing control of my language <laughs> I just you were being so coy I was like ooh what's the question
2: I think yeah what I was trying to ask you was like did you try and get onto this revival like as a writer and is it
1: is it hard <laughs> I would <laughs> have a- loved to yeah. but I feel like they yeah I, I haven't had a I keep meaning to look up the writing staff. Yeah, I haven't actually checked to see who's writing on the show.
2: Maybe because it's more exciting for me not to attach any names to it. And separately, there have been specific, a number of lines where I'm like, I think somebody from from the original show was involved. I was very into the puns from episode three, including Margaret Scratcher, uh, Albert Swinstein, yes. I'm glistening. Things like that. I'm glistening felt like classic Frasier. Yeah, and I, I'm not good at puns, so to me, like, that's a gift. Here's a pun in season, in this last episode, the young and the restless. Did you get that pun? Oh, the young, oh, Carl Jung, yes. That's right. I thought that seems like something Frasier would say. I did also appreciate there was a reference made to Lilith uh, in the Arctic Circle. I don't think this is a spoiler because the news came out, but... At some point, she is going to make an appearance.
1: I did hear that. Yeah.
2: What are you hoping? What are you hoping? She's made some really good entrances, like when she's been in episodes on of original Frasier. Is there a particular context you're hoping to see her in? Like Meredith made a prediction. Is she going to be on a Thanksgiving episode? But mm. separate from a
1: Thanksgiving episode, how would you want to see her pop back in? I'm very open, whatever it is. I hope it's fun. And I hope that she has a really fabulous entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, if it was a classic like Fraser shirtless in bed with a girl and both of them are like, what just happened? I'm not complaining. You know, I don't mind. I have seen for sure some callbacks
2: from old Fraser to this one, which I'll get to. But I would love to see what I think my favorite uh, Lilith entrance is she shows up at Fraser's house when he's this is like I think this was season 1 or season 2. He's on a date and already they've been having some issues because he thinks she thinks his relationship with his ex-wife Lilith is strange. Lilith shows up to the apartment and then the woman that he had the date with was like this is too weird. I'm leaving. She sits in uh wow, well, I have watched the show a lot. She sits in Martin's recliner not facing Fraser where he's coming out of the bedroom and he thinks his date is in the chair and turn. He turns around and it's Lilith, and then he screams. I'd, I'd love something like that where he
1: doesn't expect I, yeah. her to show up. Oh my god, what a great and that's see and that's what I love. It's just two adults not talking and spinning a thing and screaming. Yeah, like oh, we need more preschool television moments. I love preschool television and
2: also just some good physical comedy. Of course, now I am remembering uh, one of the special Valentine's Day episodes where there's an entire first third of the episode that's no talking and it's Niles getting ready for a date in Frasier's apartment that ends in him accidentally cutting himself, fainting, something gets lit on fire. It's a whole thing. But there was no talking. Go it was amazing. Okay, oh. we'll get back to episode 4, but separately, since we were talking about dating before. Are there any actresses cuz there've already been a lot, honestly, uh or but are there any actresses of today that you would love to see come on and play some kind of date, girlfriend, bad date, <gasps> good date to Fraser?
1: Oh, this is great. The my brain immediately went to Candace Bergen <gasps> and I would love if she played her character from um sex the, and just like uh. <laughs> Just have her She was great. <laughs> Cross over the universes. I just love seeing her in stuff. God, this is a great question. Well, while you
2: mull it over, I once did an episode of this podcast uh, that was kind of a Frazier versus Murphy Brown premise. And the, oh, wow. the, by the way, my guests on that episode were Lauren Milberger and Jesse Mullins, who host a podcast about Murphy Brown called FYI, the Murphy Brown podcast. And I, and we theorized that Murphy Brown and Frazier would make an absolutely just dynamic, just sexual couple. It, it's, it would all be over. Yeah, Fraser. Yeah, because I thought of when he dated his station manager and she was like Kate and she was like kind of tough as nails and like, you know, stood up to him and stuff and he seemed to be really into that. So yeah, Candace Bergen. I like that. What a, oh, Christine Branski was already on in an in an incredible episode. Oh, that's Dr. Right. Laura. Damn, a lot of people on that show. Rosie Perez, mm. I would have said, but she's also already been on
1: Frasier as a bad date. Who who is the Who's the Terry Hatcher of today? Is it Charlie D'Amelio? Who is it? <laughs> Who's the Terry Hatcher of today? Who's the Terry Hatcher of today? That's,
2: that's a mind blowing. I, I'm like, on Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Oh, uh, wait. I, I considered that and then remembered how old she was. No, 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 no. I, well, that's the other part. I'm like, do we need to consider the TV sort of rules for older
1: men and women that they date? what i'm thinking is the kind of actress who gets cast as Fraser's love interest in the first in the first iteration of the show which is like successful working actress Who's just about to pop off. I wasn't even thinking about the reality of like, what are people going to think about this man based on who he's sleeping with? That feels less fun. You know what? I'm trying to figure out who's Terry Hatcher. What? Go ahead. I'm asking you
2: this question and I'm like, I can't answer it. And I think it's because I'm going to blame the fact that for me personally, not affected as I'm not a TV writer, so I was not affected by the strike. But the way that I was affected by the strike was the kind of TV that I'm even watching right now. And honestly, a lot of it is The Golden Bachelor. <laughs> I, I I I did take a look at Naked Attraction. I don't know if you've seen it. Everyone's naked on it.
1: And now is this it's, the British show where they like show dick first and then ask people what they think of it? It's like the thing, uh, like one section at a time? Yeah, and like the head, the face is the last to be revealed. This inspires much dread in me I, there's something about this that makes me feel claustrophobic and weird I agree with you I feel the same way
2: but just to say I I don't have a regular rotation of scripted shows right now so I think maybe personally mm. this is why it's hard for me to be like oh I know And now I'm like who's on the morning show because I am watching the morning show and I'm like <laughs> who can you take from the morning show but I'm like no Jennifer Aniston I think she's too young yeah I said it she-
1: <laughs> I know, even though in Hollywood she's now technically twice his, his, his age. <laughs> I
2: know.
1: He's too young for her.
2: 68. Yeah, exactly. And early 50s. Yeah, this is. She could play his mom. Yeah, uh huh. What about Juliana Margulies? She's also in the morning show. I could see her playing a professor at Harvard that Frazier perhaps doesn't get along with, but secretly he's attracted to her.
1: It just the show no longer feels like the same kind of fun hell that it did the first time around where like you're just seeing Fraser kind of bounce off the walls like this. It's like so picturing like what kind of woman could drive him insane. Mm. I don't know. It's harder because that kind of was. Oh, and
2: also because. Unfortunately, in the in Hollywood, I'm like, "Wait. When, as I got older, I was like, "Why do I think that actresses just disappear?" And then I'm like, "Oh, probably because they get to a certain age and then they pro- perhaps unfortunately don't get as many offers. So now I'm like, wait because I'm trying to think of other 68 year old
1: like working actresses. That's hard for me also to try and come up with. I mean, she's definitely not she's not 68, but I think Jennifer Coolidge would be really <gasps> fun. She kind of is, you can put her in anything and it elevates. It's always better with her in it. So she, I lo- I agree. I think she'd be great. Jennifer Coolidge
2: was not an episode of Frasier, not as a love interest, but as a caregiver for Martin. And she had like a pretty funny, like fake, distant European accent. And she was kind of like dominatrixy, <laughs> Like, I tell you what to do and you listen. And Martin was definitely scared of her. But as the actress Jennifer Coolidge slash, you know, who she's playing in The White Lotus. Yeah, that would be fun. I would like to see them on a date. We can pop back to this if any other actresses come to mind. Absolutely. But I uh, get back to another important note I made, which is from this episode. Why Why is Freddie making chili? I was trying to decide if that is a thing that makes sense. That's a firefighter thing. Is that a firefighter thing?
1: I don't know any firefighters. It is. I didn't know that. I know hundreds of firefighters. No, I'm just a big chili person. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who grew up on stag chili. Oh. Yeah, five alarm chili. Like, if you you see a commercial that pops to a firehouse, like, they might be cooking a big pot of chili for all the guys. I had no idea. Wow, I'm really learning a lot. I'm really learning a lot. You're a married woman who didn't know about firehouses chili.
2: No, I mean- my husband's a video producer. I I don't know. <laughs> You're a grown woman. You're so pure. You know what? In a way, yeah, I am pure. I found out recently from some friends that poppers, A, you sniff them. I didn't know if you knew that and they're not good for you. They have some dangerous ingredients in them, which I also
1: found out. And are and are we going to see Fraser do poppers? I think we should. I would love to see that. It would be crazy if we didn't.
2: I mean, I loved when in a pre, in a in the old show Martin accidentally ate some weed brownies. Oh, so did Niles, and it was very funny to watch them be stoned and not didn't
1: understand. Oh. So like I'd love to see something like that. Poppers? Oh, and incredible. Thinking about Thinking about Thinking Marty. About the two of those actors, like, pretending to be high is just going to make me cry. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. I miss
2: Marty. I do feel that there were some odes to Marty in this episode. And one that I- The bar is called Mahoney's. Separately, I noticed Fraser about halfway through the episode, once he's at the firehouse, he's wearing flannel. And oh, he never wore cute. flannel in the in the old show. And to me, that feels like a Martin Crane thing. When I think of Martin, you got the flannel shirt, the cane, the jeans, the dog.
1: Yeah, and we
2: did. S- you're right. That's right. So I think that I think that was an ode to to Martin. I would like to give a shout out to Meredith Dawson. This is very important. She last week we were she. I said, what kind of episode do you want to direct a Frasier? And she said, I want an episode where Frasier goes to the firehouse and sees what it's like to be a firefighter. And he should, you know, there should be a dog. And I was like, "What kind of dog?" And he was, she was like, "It's gonna be a Dalmatian, obviously." I was watching yesterday. I got an email from Meredith. She was like, "Did you see it?" <laughs> um, so she she called it. She really, she's she's
1: jacked in.
2: I know. I I, I hope she, I'd like her to be involved in the next season, if there is a next season. What do What do you think of Fraser's kitchen? I I like it. I think it's an upgrade from the last kitchen. I don't know if you remember it but he's got a kitchen island in
1: this one. I loved The Last Kitchen, I yeah. the aggressively early 90s kind of like wooden kitchen. I love a tiny kitchen. I think it's nice because the characters' mm. butts touch. Yeah. do you, They bump into each did other. Did you
2: ever spend any time at any point? One, I don't remember when, but at one point I started to realize watching sitcoms that we're watching, we'll never see the part of the apartment that supposedly exists where we're sitting, and then I'm like, "Ooh, what does it look like?" That was just a thought, uh, something to think about. Have, wow. have you ever, have you ever just thought about what it looks? <laughs> with
1: the... God, I love seeing the world through your eyes. Oh, it's so it's fun.
2: mostly it's mostly uh, television <laughs> it's based. Most, it's mostly thinking about Fraser's walls. That's right.
1: Yeah, I guess like it would make sense that it's the wall. That runs along the hallway, so it would be some artwork maybe on it or bookcase.
2: Yes, I do like that Fraser now a multimillionaire, though his ha- his home is clearly bigger, there's a staircase, the setup is still similar. The
1: refrigerator yeah, is on the right, it's, the doors. on it's the It's laid out a little different, I know. A little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the funny. piano? I think the couch faces a different way or something. Yeah, the piano... Yeah, the angle is just slightly different. You're right, because I thought it was flipped when I was watching it. I was like, oh no, it's the opposite. But it's not. It's the same. It's just canted a little bit different. I think they did it for us. They did. So personally, similarly
2: to episode three, I was more bored at the beginning of the episode than about halfway through. Personally, it ramps up for me. I liked that they were at the firehouse. I enjoyed the sexy photo shoot. I kind of hoped that Frasier would try and get in there because, you know, and be like, well, I'm his father. Don't you want me in the calendar too? But he didn't get involved. And instead became a chef, which kind of makes sense. A cassoulet (laughs) at the
1: firehouse. Well, that's very silly. It is silly. But that also, to me, that feels like something Niles would have done. I feel like Fraser Mm. lived a whole life in Boston. He'd know, he'd have an appreciation for the the grub of the common man. Maybe, you know, like, and like him calling it like, he'd know that the Boston Celtics is called the Celtics, and he wouldn't make a big deal about it.
2: He lived there. Often I do like when he makes sports references, because I feel very connected to that. I never understand sports references, with the expe- exception of, like, figure skating and gymnastics at the Olympics. So, yeah, Celtics, a bit much. Okay, this was a callback when Frazier gives the dog the castellet and says, knock yourself out. That absolutely happened in at least one of the episodes where he has a bunch of dates. None of them work out.
1: And then he gives Eddie the dog the food that he cooked for his date and oh. says, knock yourself out. You can just do that stuff. That's right. And no one's going to remember. You don't have to be like, well, we're changing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, just do the same thing. It's so I love that dog. I wanted way more of the dog. Maybe we'll get more. Maybe this is going to be. I just don't think we are. Well, that dog's a puppy, too. You don't cast a puppy if you're going to... Well, then we could see it grow up. Never mind. I'm all the way back in. We're going to see more dogs.
2: I want to know if there is a focus group happening where they're like, all right, because the baby, the baby's gone. I don't know where... Remember there was a baby in the first episode? This baby is in a, in a trunk somewhere. Eve has a baby. She's working at the bar. She's a single mom, which respect... But also, I mean, Roz was a single mom, too, and we also didn't see that baby a lot. But I really haven't heard any mention of the baby. The puppy's a puppy. So I'm wondering, are we going to see different things next episode? Or there was a cat in the last
1: episode. Are we going to see the baby riding the puppy? Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> well, I wanted, I'm I wanted to see
2: if they're taking a vote of like, what who do you want to be the new Eddie, is basically my thought, because we don't have an Eddie. So is Eddie going to be a baby? Is it going to be another dog? Is it going to be Margaret Scratcher? Is it going to be a cockatoo? We got more episodes to go.
1: They're overthinking it. It needs to be (laughs) a dog. Just let it be a dog. I'll take the Dalmatian. And like, here's my my bigger thing. This is a little bit off topic too, but... I think removing the radio show is such a mistake or yeah. like you need, it's for me the same thing as and just like that removing the voiceover of mm. Carrie like you're taking away the thing that gave the original show structure. It's such a crucial element. Yeah. And it like the audience gets to feel like they're learning something like these little sort of essay ish interludes between the personal stuff that's happening in the episode with just the personal stuff. It's like this the the, the recipes off.
2: Yeah, plus, you know, you have such great characters at the radio station who have all of their own weird quirks and their specific topics. And I'm wondering if we're going to meet any professors. Like, are we going to meet quirky professors? Because, you know, are we going to get a Christmas party? I mean, 10 episodes, uh, you know, that's already asking a lot. Hopefully we at least get a Thanksgiving episode. But yeah, I'm curious to see – I think – I didn't think about it until you mentioned it, just like the pandemic and also what are budgets like now? What are What's your timeline of like how much time you even have to shoot? And so I guess the more people you get involved, the longer it takes probably.
1: Yeah, I mean like it all feels like stuff that a lot of high level, I'm getting really in the weeds, but like a lot of higher level people would say like a, sign off on high level ideas about like, well, it would be cool and we'll have them in a lecture and that'll kind of give it structure and then also he'll be at the bar and that'll give it structure great go off and make it and then everything that comes out of it is technically what you ordered Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't feel there's not the lightness and the performance opportunities of the original one and I think it's because they're kind of zooming from thing to thing trying to figure out where the center of gravity is for
2: sure and I Oh, I did get nostalgic at at one point in episode 4 Fraser tells a story about him and Niles when they were growing up, playing with yeah. flashlights, talking about Gilbert and Sullivan. I would watch that. I'm pretty sure I already suggested young Fraser, but if I if I could just watch a show that's just him like child Niles and Frasier with their little lunch boxes at getting beat up and talking. I mean, and they do in the in the um, in the original show, they do one episode where you see them as kids. Yeah, I would watch an entire series.
1: That's young Frasier. You're the next time I see you, you're going to be full millionaire this is it.
2: right no,
1: this you, just for the idea you haven't had to do anything
2: okay i'm gonna write down young <laughs> frazier uh maybe i'll yeah okay i'll start pitching this around <laughs> to no one.
1: Oh my god yeah just hearing <laughs> frazier like talk about you're totally right like hearing him say like he gave niles that part because he was younger it's just like reveling in what makes those guys those guys and now Fraser kind of has to be the fancy one and it like it's not the same. Do you know a dream of mine? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure David Hype Pierce lives in New York and he's
2: not on social media but I've had people on my podcast who have met him who have said he is the nicest man like they've ever met and I'm just like in
1: what world? Could I bump into him somewhere? Like I- you spill pre de manger coffee on your sleeve and his shoe, and you have a little sweet interaction where you're apologizing and wiping his shoe with a napkin, and he says, "Don't, don't do that, please. You've probably cleaned it." uh I'm just writing fan fiction now. Well, listeners,
2: Anna was on an episode of uh, Shout Out to TV. I say the podcast that I produce with Ashley Ray. Oh God, um, <gasps> that's but right. But you did talk about uh, fan fiction uh, on the episode you were on. And I have done an episode about Frasier fanfiction with Josh Gondelman.
1: Oh my God, it must be absolutely toxic and filthy.
2: There's definitely some filthy stuff for sure. I actually think I wanted to try and get the person who started a particularly pop- popular Frasier fanfiction portal, but then I think I read somewhere that he said he didn't want the acclaim and he wasn't interested <laughs> in like talking about it which it's Kelsey grammar it's, it's Kelsey grammar okay so important I think this is a great great place to end on so I of course I'm watching till till the very end you know for the vignette at the end where we see what kind of trouble they're getting to while the song Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs is playing I noticed in last night's episode uh that this time at the end of the episode Fraser says "Fraser is back Boston we love you and I actually liked much like in the original, he kind of changes up the end of how he ends the song. How did th- how did that hit for you? <laughs> Do you have any feelings?
1: I don't want to. I don't want to take you down off your cloud. It's okay. I don't want to. S- I'm going to keep watching it. So <laughs> I just it made me miss the original Aww. song. Is that the most basic thing to say? I yeah, like uh, he said. Life's calling again instead of their calling again. It's like, I'm never thinking about the lyrics. Mm. Just say they're call. I don't know.
2: I'd love, I'd love a, in earlier in this episode, ugh, like there was a ode to I'm listening, as in his former catchphrase, because Eve says uh-huh. it back to him. She says, I'm listening. And then everyone, and then there's clapping, which I feel like they added a little bit in post. But I, I would love some of these odes to the past to be either sillier or less, forced like i would love if he <laughs> i know it doesn't make sense but i would love to hear uh we love you seattle at the at the end because i'm i i know i miss the seattle references too did he stop loving seattle it's a great question he hasn't lived in seattle in
1: 20 years apparently oh my god grow up we love you chicago mm-hmm. Oh, c- don't add another city. Wait, okay. I have something to say about this episode. Oh, please, yes. Which I have one positive thing to say and then also a question for you. Yeah, let's hear it. My positive thing is that I loved Frazier crying after eating the bite of chili. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his son handing him the milk and him saying from the carton, do you want it or not? Perfect. Mm-hmm. That rocked. I loved that. I thought there was too much chatting in between the crying and the milk getting to mm-hmm. him. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my question for you is, did you also think that they were setting up that the firehouse was going to be on fire with Fraser's nephew and the dog in it, and they were going to have to rescue him?
2: I did. Now, yeah, poss- but at a little bit of a different time than you, because at first, I thought that no one was left in the firehouse and that Fraser was leaving his
1: cassoulet on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, what? And then I thought it was gonna be they come back, and then Frazier and his and his son and the guys were gonna have to go in and rescue the dog and the nephew. David Crane. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I had a
2: brief moment. My biggest issue was like I feel like somebody David should have been standing next to him because if he hadn't been, and I were a firefighter and I were Freddie, I'd be like,
1: turn the castale off. I you can't leave a castale here unattended. Yeah. Turn it off. (laughs) Off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't say, like, just come.
2: But I agree uh, with you on the chilly moment. I think Frasier is at his most Frasier when he's making, for me, where he doesn't need another character to remind me that he's Frasier, is he makes some really great faces. Uh, Sometimes when he's crying. Sometimes when he's horrified. Sometimes when something's too spicy. And I would say putting in the full effort. I really did believe that it was too spicy.
1: Spicy. And that, It's too spicy for Fraser. And that
2: drinking milk from the from the bottle was below him, but he had to do it. He had to do it. Any other thoughts about this episode? That was it. Those are all my thoughts. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. So yeah, my last question to you is, because now this is just a fun game. Mer- I didn't actually ask Meredith to predict what was going to happen. In the end, something she wished she wa- wished she could see did happen. So maybe this will make it actually happen, because we're going to wish it into uh, fruition. What would you love to see in this season? Like in one episode, what would you like a plot line? Like, yeah, anything.
1: I mean, like Freddie hanging his pull up bar on a doorway in the apartment. Mm -hmm. And Fraser's like, absolutely not. Like this is cherry molding. (laughs) That could be fun. I think like some kind of CrossFit. All those firefighters doing tough mutters and weird shit like Frasier signing up for a tough, I don't know how you shoot it, but that's (laughs) not my problem. I don't work there. Something with fitness. Well, I think that that is a, I think that could happen.
2: I I mean, the CrossFit thing, an iteration of that, the pull-up bar thing, absolutely. Because I do enjoy seeing them kind of contrast with things that they like in the apartment because obviously they have different taste.
1: I also do want to see smart firefighter get a job at Harvard where they Ooh. do like a um, Goodwill hunting with him <laughs> Sol- solving a lot of math problems, but like as a way background story. I love it. That <laughs> like, could be a spinoff. Or he's like, I used to work at Harvard. I was a janitor, but they kept bothering me because I was solving all the problems. <laughs> I'm like I do this now. <laughs> all right. Well, let's hope
2: that that plot line happens and I will continue wishing and hoping that Olivia Finch, who the, to me, the only person on the show so far that has expressed horniness I hope she gets to go on a date. I'd like to see her set
1: her up with Freddie. They both uh, come on. I weird pairings make characters kiss each other.
2: I mean, I need some right now. I'm a, I'm a little I'm weirded out that I have no idea where anyone is at this moment in who they might want to fuck. No. <laughs> well, Anna, thank you so much uh, for joining me to discuss episode four. I'm very hopeful that we're going to see a pull-up bar go up in Frazier's apartment. Where can people find you? It, you know, not physically, but, you know, f- for, your, for laughs, laughs, jokes,
1: fun. I, they find me in my house. That's where I go. <laughs> I'm at Anna Dresden, and it's all pictures of the pets we keep getting. Keep getting pets. They're cute. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, good night,
2: Seattle.